I'm here at a Game Developers Conference online in Austin, Texas, and with me today is a special guest. How about you introduce yourself? I'm Josh Powers. I'm co-owner and creative director of Neverbug Entertainment. Okay, and what's, what's Neverbug Entertainment about? Uh, Neverbug Entertainment is a new startup studio focused on uh, casual games and family-friendly games. And um, so what's the first game you've released? Our first game we just released recently called Zoo Life. Uh, You can play it and find it on Facebook right now. Uh, It's just about um, starting up your own zoo and building it up and decorating it however you want to decorate it and uh, taking care of the animals that you have to bring in, you know, more customers and, and more money. And, you know, you said that your studio is focused on casual games. Uh, I mean, these social games, what inspires you to do a social game versus a casual game? Uh, well, social game, you know, like, like it says, it, you know, social, so people are interacting with each other, and the word of mouth just spreads fast. If you have a fun, casual, and social game, you're going to get people talking about it to their friends and wanting them to play, um, whether it's you know, having to have them as a neighbor or a friend in their game to let them buy a unique item that they couldn't otherwise buy, uh, to just saying, hey, I'm having a fun time playing this game. Uh, word of mouth is just a huge, uh, you know, marketing plan. You know, when you're doing casual games and social. And what languages did you use to develop this game then? Uh, we, I believe, our technical director uh, mostly used uh, Flash Action, action Script uh, through Flex, and then uh, I think some of the server side things we had to do uh, JavaScript. And, you know, why did you guys decide on a zoo game versus, um, say, a farm game versus um, a city building game or whatever else? Right. Um, It was quite a while ago that we decided to do a zoo game, but I know for me personally, uh, I I love animals um, and, you know, they're just... I love going to a, to a zoo when I was a kid. You know, it's fond memories, and so it's got a perfect uh, setup for you know doing economy and running a business, things like that. A lot of the uh, casual social games online do, but also um, you know has that cuteness factor of having animals and having to take care of them. You know, if they get sick or dirty, and, and feed them. Uh, so I mean, just for us, we were just really excited to, to be able to do something that we could have fun with. So you go about developing this zoo game. What were some of the challenges you guys faced as you were developing the zoo game? Um, well, you know, we were, uh, we're, we're not casual gamers, uh, developers by day. So, you know, we focus more on console and PC games. So Flash and all that was just completely foreign technology to us. So that was the biggest hurdle we had to overcome. Uh, once it was that, it was just a matter of, of finding the, the proper amount of time to be able to focus on everything and... Uh, and, and make sure that we had a, a reasonable scope for our timeline. Yeah. Um, you know, how do you how do you guys stay focused on this game while because you're developing console games during the day? How are you guys committed? And you know, there's really no incentive for you to even finish this game. You've already got. I mean, this is an issue that a lot of part-time developers have. What got you to actually finish the game? Um, honestly, it was it was. Uh, the team you know it's me and, and two other guys uh like did you guys meet so it was maybe because you guys were accountable to each other to actually get stuff going like yeah i think you know i think it's the drive to just be able to for us to, to create our own game and and say this is this is our game and so when when one of us would would kind of get start getting low on morale you know somebody else would come in with great news um whether it's a new feature or you know something on business development side and it just kept us going and were you guys meeting every week or every day, or how, how did you keep the momentum and the feeling going? Because, I mean, there's always some excuse that comes up, like, got this or that or whatever. Uh, yeah, funny enough, uh, all three of us during the course of development were in different time zones. So we never 
once uh, we're able to meet in person. Um, now we've worked with, uh, with each other. I've worked with both uh, the art director and the technical director personally. Um, but while we were developing, it was just strictly related, related to email, IM, and occasionally uh, conference calls. And yeah, it would basically just be you know, waking up in the morning and reading that email from a check-in at 3 a.m. of, you know, this new feature's in, and it just really gets you excited and like, all right, I'm ready to, to, to keep going tonight. Yeah. And um, any other surprises while you're developing? Um, what were any other discoveries? And plus, while you're developing this, because in the pre-interview you mentioned that it took about nine months of part-time time to develop this, um, you know, the, the space was changing, the, the game design space and just Facebook itself was changing significantly. What were you feeling while, while you were seeing all these changes? And probably around that time, you may have seen even Zoo World right. pop up out of nowhere and go up to like 2 million daily active or something. Right. And, and that, was, that was kind of hard um, to see. Like, you know, we, there was, a, I think, a Zoo World that was out for a while. And then, yeah, they, they got bought out, I think. And they just climbed and skyrocketed. And then uh, Zoo Paradise came out. And that was like, oh, no, oh, no. But you know, we realized that even though our game's about a zoo, we... Uh, I don't feel like that it's it's fair to, to compare them directly because um, I think what we're going, uh, the direction we're going with this is a little bit different from the traditional uh, games where uh, I believe in Zoo Paradise and Zoo World, you know, you both just kind of stay in an overview, place your habitats and decorations, and you, you know, feed the animals. Um, that's, a, that's a great system, and, and we definitely like um, doing some of that stuff in our game, but we also added the the extra uh, being able to go into the habitat uh, and not only decorate it and add animals there, but you can also upgrade the habitat, make them bigger, hold more animals to hold more props and decorations, change out you know backgrounds, midgrounds, foregrounds. Um, so we felt like we were really adding um, a lot of, of new things that would kind of separate us from the others. And um, so when did you release this game? And, and what did you guys, like, was there an official release date or was it just, like, when did you feel that it was released and um, you guys felt some kind of euphoria? <laughs> um, I don't know if the euphoria has kicked in quite yet. Um, we're actually still in a soft launch, so we haven't done any marketing for it yet. Uh, you know, the user base is, is growing, but very slowly, but it's still steady, so that's exciting us. Uh, we're seeing more users come back, and that's that's the big thing. Um, we are actually hoping to have our hard launch, which will coincide with a Halloween pack update uh, sometime late this week or next week. Uh, at which point, hopefully, we'll we'll be able to step back and say, "All right, this you know this is for real. We've done this." Yeah. Are you guys getting feedback already from players? Like, are they posting in forums and stuff like that to to tell you what needs to change? We actually haven't gotten any forums up yet, and that's actually a really uh, good idea, something we need to do soon. Uh, but we, we have been getting some uh, minor feedback from email as well as people just posting on the uh, Facebook app page. Um, and, and we encourage that because, uh, especially since we're new to this as well, um, we're building this for the fans. You know, this is, this is all about the other players out there. So um, if they have anything to tell us, then you know, that's what we want to know so that we can try to build a uh, better and more enjoyable game for them. And um, yeah, what other what other things then are you do you have to do differently um, in these casual games versus your console games? One thing I think that I've seen these casual games is constant updating. How are you able to do this constant updating while you still have your day jobs? It's tough um, because you know yeah, like with um, consoles and PC games, it's kind of a fire and forget. You know, you launch the game, you. You have DLCs now, which are, are becoming really big, but you still have you know anywhere from 
four to eight weeks or more um, before your first DLC can hit. And, and, and DLC is downloadable content. Content, correct. So it's basically, you know, when you see uh, map packs online for Xbox games, sure. um, it will, you know, you can download that at, you know, $5 or whatever price, and it gives you more content for the game. With us, um, or, or any casual social game, you pretty much have to be, as soon as you launch, you have to be working towards the next update. Yeah. And... Um, Okay, so you're going to you're going to release that Halloween pack. Let's talk about uh, revenue and how you guys are going to um, you know live the indie dream. So uh, yeah, so I mean it's revenue. You know it's it's going to be slow for while you're getting off your feet, especially if you haven't done any marketing. Um, that's one thing I definitely advise is to have a marketing plan. Uh, and yeah, how how are you guys going to market? Um, are you going to try to buy ads on Facebook? What is the marketing plan? Um, Kevin Manning is our uh, um, business developer, and he uh, he's got some things kind of highlighted for that. Um, but I think the, the overall goal is to just uh, work with an ad agency uh, that he's connected to, and be able to figure out the websites that we feel like is going to be best suited for um, you know our key demographic, and uh, and just try to, to post as much up there as we can. Okay. And yeah, in terms of um, so you're using virtual currency as the business model. Yes, um, there's there's uh, several items in the game that will give uh, the player uh, higher benefits of appeal, higher XP, um, just all around, you know, more fun assets to have. And uh, Zubux will actually be able to buy those, and you can buy um, Zubux on uh, directly in the game. It goes through PayPal, and uh, you know, there's different packages that you know, the higher price package you get, the the better the deal because you'll get more Zubux per dollar in the end. Um. You know, aside from your, so this is in addition to your ad revenue. Have you had anyone purchase a Zubuck yet? Yes, we've had some Zubuck purchase. And and how did that feel? Um, because that's I don't know. You're getting the money directly versus you know, going to job. I mean, it it feels good. It's exciting. You know, whether it's it's uh, you know a fan that we a player we've never met or even you know friends that are playing it and trying to support us. You know, no matter what, it, it's saying you know people are paying to play our game, and that's you know a really exciting feeling. And um, what suggestions then do you have for other game developers who, you know, have that day job and they want to figure out a way to actually get a game out there and, you know, making money and just moving towards their goal of, you know, waking up every day and doing what they love to do? I think it really boils down to um, two things, passion and, you know, making sure that the market is there. Uh, if you look at, I'm sure you've probably heard of Minecraft by now. Yeah. Um, I'd, it sounds like the fact, you know, the guy that made that wasn't really planning on um, making it a big, big deal. Yeah, he was doing it for fun and, you know, just kind of for, for grins. And now, you know, he's doing it, you know, full time. Yeah. So, um, you know, without passion and, you know, if you're doing it because I just need to earn money, it's going to be really hard for you to get through, you know, this after work, after working nine hours or even crunching, coming home and being able to do anything. And you also had other people helping you. I think that accountability may have actually allowed you to complete or force you to complete the game. Right. You know, we, we have the three of us and, uh, you know, that's, that's a, like I said, when, when morale was slow on one of us, somebody else would be there to pick us up and, and get us excited again. So um, between that and, yeah, just saying, hey, I don't want to let this guy down, uh, you know, it, it really helped us push through. Okay. And where can people find out more about your game or even play the game? Uh, if you go to www.neverbug.com, uh, you can read up about the game. There's some screenshots. Uh, and then at the top right of the cor corner of the screen, you'll see a Facebook icon. Just click on that, and it'll take you to the app page. Great. Uh, thank you very much.